You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to New York. This is, is the Devil's Devil State, State of Mind podcast, podcast, brought to you brought by to you the Hockey, Hockey Podcast, podcast Network. Network. Now here's now your here's host, host, Neil Villapiano! What is going on, Devils fans? It is, as always, your host, your best friend, your confidant, Neil Villapiano, and welcome to another exciting edition of the Devil State of Mind podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network as well as Sportswire Radio, the best place to get everything you need to know about your still red-hot new Jersey Devils. As always, guys, I hope you are having a fantastic day wherever you're listening to this podcast episode Thank you guys as always for taking time out of your day to check this to check these episodes out in general. You know, you guys are the big reason why the Devil State of Mind podcast is now one of the top 100 most listened to podcasts for hockey in the United States and for that I am super grateful. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. This podcast episode and everything we do here at the Hockey Podcast Network are sponsored as always by our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. With the college football regular season coming to an end, we are now into championship weekend and getting close to bowl season as well. And so with a lot of big-time college football games and a lot of other sports going on right now, DraftKings is continuing to offer you guys unbelievable opportunities to get huge cash prizes. So if you want to get in on the action, here's what you do. You go to DraftKings right now, you sign up, you use our promo code THPN, and as always, don't forget to tell them that your boy Neil Villapiano sent you. And once again, a big thank you and shout out to our sponsors at DraftKings Sportsbook for sponsoring the Hockey Podcast Network as well. It's the Devils State of Mind podcast. So the Devils just had their first matchup of the season 
against the Hudson River rivals, the hated New York Rangers, and they passed the first test with more or less flying colors, and they got themselves a pretty big win, and also in the process, ended the month of November in historic, with a capital H, historic fashion so we will talk about all of that we are also going to give you guys a much anticipated update on the utica comets adirondack thunder and of course the metropolitan riveters so as always guys we have a bunch to get to here on the devil state of mind podcast so let's not waste any more time and get rolling So we get things rolling with talking about the Devils game on Monday night at Madison Square Garden against the New York Rangers. First meeting of the season between the two teams. Big chance for the Devils to get some bragging rights over their Hudson River rivals. And look, I know that, you know, the Rangers fan base doesn't really see us as a rival, especially over the last couple of years. But we all know as Devils fans how big it is whenever we get the chance to take on the Rangers. It's a good opportunity for us to see where we match up with teams that play only across the river from us. And, you know, Lindy Ruff mentioned it in his postgame presser that these are the type of games that this team needs to find a way to win in order to get into the playoffs and have that success. The only change to the lineup going into this game was the fact Nate Bastion, who's dealing with that shoulder injury, and we still don't have a timeline with him, um, with him being out of the lineup, Alexander Holtz uh, would come into the lineup to replace him. So expect to see a pretty long run of Alexander Holtz moving forward. So hopefully he can, you know, this is the opportunity he's been looking for. And now let's see if he can take advantage of, of it and the devils as i just mentioned before looking to create some nhl history with a win in this one to end the month of of november we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the episode but you know going into the game itself the devils really got off to a poor start it was once again another first period where things just really didn't get off to the start that you wanted and Just 80 seconds into the game, the Devils gave up a two-on-one in which Artemi Panarin, who's been on somewhat of a scoreless streak up until that point, he roofs one past Vanacek and in, and the Rangers grab the one-nothing lead. But that did not last for very long because Mika Sabanajad, just a minute 41 later, about 100 seconds later, scored on a knock-in after the puck bounced up in the air. He kind of whacked it as it hit the ice. He got it past Vanacek, getting himself a goal, and more importantly, doubling the Rangers' lead to two. Now, it's 2-0 Rangers just three minutes and one second into the game. But, you know, the funny thing about it, and it really has to do with the way this Devils team has responded to adversity game in and game out, is that I didn't I didn't have any sense of panic. I really didn't. I, I felt relatively calm, and I said, you know, you still got 56 minutes and 59 seconds to go and win this game. You know, a lot of time left. Let's just keep chipping away at it. You know, I'm thinking like, you know, maybe we could get a goal before the end of the period. Or if we're still down 2 nothing at the end of the period, let's get it going like we normally do in the second and third periods and take over this game. Well, the Devils immediately started to fight back and ended up 
tying this game up at two before the end of the period. And it started with Tomas Tatar getting his sixth goal of the year. He roofed the top shelf over Shesterkin's glove. It was a really pretty shot from Tomas Tatar, who continues to really make a case for him to stay on this team beyond 2022. He's been playing very, very well in a contract year. Remember, this is the second year of the two-year deal he signed last summer. And he's continued to have a couple of good games and more importantly, really getting himself on the score sheet. But his goal made it two to one. And then Yegor Sharangovich with about eight minutes or so to go in the period. There was a puck in the right corner, kind of squirted out in front of the slot. Sharangovich was there, kind of did a turnaround, no-look shot that he beat Shesterkin far, stick side and in. And the Devils, thanks to Sharangovich's seventh goal of the season, tied the game up at two. And that's where things stood after one period of play. So obviously, you didn't get off to the best start of the period, but you finished super strong, and you didn't have to wait till the second or third period to really get going. You were able to tie the game up right in that period. So for the second straight game, the Rangers had conceded a multiple goal lead and allowed the other team to come back and tie it. And just like in the game against Edmonton for the Rangers, the Devils continued to push and picked up their play as they usually do in the second period. And the first big moment was, you know, there was an opportunity for the Rangers to score on a rebound and Vanacek makes a great right leg pad save to deny the Rangers there. And then a few seconds later, Dawson Mercer, who continues to fill in very well on the power play and just getting a bigger role um, of late, he gets the puck and flips it high in the air to a streaking Jack Hughes who's got a step on the defender. Shesterkin comes out, leaves his five hole wide open, and Jack Hughes does not miss, baby, as he goes right through the legs of Shesterkin and in, and the Devils making it three unanswered goals give themselves their first lead of the night. Jack Hughes getting himself his team-leaked 12th goal of the year, and it was a pretty one, and you could see the excitement that he had. And I also just want to say, the bromance, the absolute bromance between Jack Hughes and Eric Halla is clearly there. Like, they are so excited for one another when they score, when they make a big play. You can see it when they're both on the ice. They genuinely love how much fun they're having and how much success they're having. So there's clearly a lot of uh, good chemistry there and a lot of good, good vibes. Another big thing for Jack Hughes is, remember, he's coming off getting his first career hat trick, you know, in the last game. And he scored a goal in the game prior to that. So for him to get a goal that actually moves him to a three-game goal streak, also five goals in his last three games. So Jack Hughes, unfortunately for the rest of the league, is starting to really pick it up. And that's where things are going to get even more scary for the rest of the league. But the Devils would continue to push. And then they have an opportunity where Miles Wood comes up the left side. He's got a step. He's got a chance to beat Shesterkin. He goes top shelf to beat him, but it hits the top post that comes out. But Wood reacted immediately as if he scored. And the ref waved it off at the very same second. But Michael McLeod, heads up play, is able to knock it in on a rebound to get himself his third of the year. And the line, which is not the BMW, but it's the MW line, still is able to contribute, get a goal, and the Devils make it four unanswered goals and double the lead to two. 
And that was a big one because you could really tell how quiet it got in the garden at that moment is that the Rangers had gone from being up two goals to now they are down two goals and we're only halfway through the game. And after 40 minutes of play, the Devils had the four to two lead. So at this moment, it was simply the, the message was very simple for the Devils. Get another goal or two and put this game on ice. Don't allow the Rangers to come back. And the Rangers did make give themselves a pretty good push. And I will give them a lot of credit. There were way too many penalties the Devils took. There were six in total that the Devils took, including the bitch slap of all bitch slaps from Vitek Vanacek, who clearly was not happy with the pushing and shoving that Vincent Trocek was giving him in the crease. And without hesitation, turns around with his glove hand and smacks uh, Trocek right in the face. It was a bitch slap. It really was. And the ref did call a penalty on that. So, And the Rangers ended up scoring on that power play. And sure enough, it was Vincent Trocek who got the goal. But it was just hilarious that that even happened. And I love that it's just a nice, solid bitch slap that you see right there. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, but yeah, despite the fact that the Devils gave up a goal to make it 4-3, to three, the Devils would not relinquish it. Yegor Sharangovich was able to get himself his second goal of the night on an easy tap-in on an empty netter. Tomas Tatar would get his second point of the night on the primary assist. Sharangovich's second goal was also his eighth of the year, and that put the game on ice as the Devils come away with the big 5-3 to three win at the Garden against the Rangers. And that was a really, really good victory and an awesome way to end the month of November. But before I get to a lot of the stats, because there's a lot to get to, I do want to point this out. And it makes me so unbelievably happy to be a Devils fan. In this game, you could clearly tell that there were a lot of Devils fans that showed up. And the other way you could tell, you could actually hear a Let's Go Devils chant throughout the game. It was phenomenal. It, it's something that I have never heard before in my entire time as a Devils fan. And Bryce Salvador on the postgame show said it to Matt Lachlan saying, in my entire time being with the Devils, I have never once heard a Let's Go Devils chant at Madison Square Garden. That is how big it has been for this Devils team to be this good, and it shows that the fans are coming out in waves, regardless of where we are, getting a Let's Go Devils chance. It was a pretty raucous crowd, even when the Devils scored. Like, you could hear a pretty good, loud, you know, cheering, and there was even an Igor chant, you know, kind of taunting Igor Shesterkin from the Devils fans. It was great. So shout out to all of you guys that went to the game and showed out your passion and showed out your love for the Devils. You guys, definitely, we can all hear you. You guys were loud and you guys were, you know, super passionate. And I love that. So great job by the Devils themselves. Great job by the fans also. I also do want to point out as well that Vitek Vanacek kind of waved into the crowd as he was coming off the ice. A lot of people thought that it was uh, because he was waving goodbye to the Rangers fans to be a troll. He was actually waving to his family who actually showed up for this game. And so that was a pretty special moment for Vitek Vanacek. So, and uh, didn't have the world's greatest game, but you know what? He came up with the safety attitude to get himself another win and continue. And that would uh, get him win number 11 on the season for the man we call VV or double V as I like to call him. But 
Now let's get to some of the, the, the big stats following this game. So with the win, the Devils record moves to an amazing 19-4-0. And, oh, and the Devils finished the month of November in historic fashion. There were 14 games in total that were played by the Devils in the month of November. They finished 13-1-0, and oh, which is the most wins in November for a team in NHL history. There are eight other clubs who have won 12 games in November, but the 2022-2023 New Jersey Devils are now the only team to surpass it. So they have now set a record for the most wins in the month of November. So even though our winning streak is no longer existing, or at least the long um, 13-game heater that we had, it's just nice that we have been able to continue to set other records and continue to have success. And speaking of records, the Devils' win over the Rangers makes it their 10th consecutive win on the road. They are now on a 10-game road winning streak, 10-game road winning heater, tied for the second longest road winning streak in NHL history, only behind the 2005-2006 Detroit Red Wings and 2014-2015 Minnesota Wild, who are each tied at 12. So the Devils have a chance in the next couple of road games to potentially set a new record there. Also with the win, the Devils now have their third already, third three-game winning streak of the season as they've won all three of their of these past games since the frustrating loss to the Leafs. And I know it sucks, Devils fans, that if we had not had the situation that happened against the Leafs last week, we would have tied the NHL record for most wins, most consecutive wins in a regular season and would have a chance this upcoming Thursday to potentially see NHL history. But it ended up not being in our favor. But again, as I just mentioned on a podcast that I was a guest on, now we got a chance to go after the record again and we'll look to try to move the winning streak to four when the Devils host the Nashville Predators. Some other stats that uh, Devils Red Alert on Twitter posted that I wanted to share on here. Shout out to him. Uh, 56 goals for, 28 goals against. This is all in the month of November. They got 26 of a possible 28 points that they could have gotten. They could have gotten. They are now, they are still first place in the Metropolitan Division right now by eight points. They are tied for first overall in the Eastern Conference with the Boston Bruins at 38 points. And because of that, they are now tied for first overall in the National Hockey League with the Boston Bruins. And after that game against the Rangers, for about 24 hours, the Devils were sitting alone atop the NHL standings. And we'll see if they can keep that going moving forward. But some great, awesome achievements by this team. And again, we are only 23 freaking games into this season. We got so much hockey left to go. And I think that's what makes it even more exciting what the Devils are doing. The three guys that are standing out to me really, really a lot of late are the three big players, the three core guys of this team. Nico Heischer, Jack Hughes, and Jesper Bratt. They have been tremendous so far through the first 23 games. For Nico Heischer, 10 goals. 15 assists for 25 points. Jack Hughes, 12 goals, 14 assists for 26 points. And Jesper Bratt, 8 goals, 18 assists for 26 points. So although it's obviously been a collective effort by this team overall when it comes to success, 
The big name guys are doing big name things, and that's what you really love to see. So overall, really good road win. Got the first dub against the Rangers in the Hudson River rivalry for this year. And we'll, we're going to see them in uh, less than two weeks again. So we'll, we just got to keep this baby rolling, as I keep saying. A couple of other things to mention really quickly. John Marino, um, on Wednesday morning, it was announced that he is listed day-to-day with an upper body injury. Um, it ended up happening in a situation in the second period where he kind of went, you know, overboard and kind of landed face first on the ice. And uh, we are assuming that it's some form of a jaw injury. The funny thing about it is that the Devils team doctor posted on his Instagram story that John Marino was in his office. Um, and then Ryan Novozinski got word from the Devils when he reached out to them that him going to the dentist had nothing to do with the upper body injury. Although it's considering that it could be a jaw situation, you know, I, I wonder, I, I, I do wonder about that, but regardless, um, John Marino is listed as day to day. Lindy Rupp did say that they will wait and see if he will be ready to play on Thursday against the Nashville Predators. And speaking of the Predators, here is the Devils schedule the rest of this week and the first two games of the month of December. So this again, this episode will be coming out on December 1st. So uh, yeah, we're now into the final calendar month of 2022. Devils will face the Predators at home on Thursday, and then the Devils will travel down the New Jersey Turnpike to Philadelphia for a Saturday night clash with the very struggling Philadelphia Flyers who just broke their 10-plus game losing streak. And obviously, both teams very, very different than where they were at the beginning of the season. So we'll see. So two more games where the Devils um, should you'd like to hope would find a way to get those dubs and uh, we just got to keep going. And the devils will also have a chance to be one of the first teams, if not potentially the first team in the NHL to reach 20 wins on the season, which would be another phenomenal accomplishment, but the devils just keep going, man. And uh, we just got to keep enjoying it. And that's, and that's what we're all doing here. Hockey fans like the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, the New Jersey Devils, how many goals will be scored, more than five, and more for your shot and an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use our promo code THPN to bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So now let's take a look at the two Devils minor league teams. And uh, let's just say this. Um, the Devils have taken the success that the Unit Comets even had last year and used it for themselves. Because of that, both the Comets and Thunder have gotten off to relatively rough starts. Uh, the Comets, um, since the last time we gave an update, uh, have won three of their last six games, three, one, and two in that span. Andreas Johnson and Brian Pinho lead the way so far in scoring. Andreas Johnson has three goals, 10 assists, 13 points. Brian Pinho has eight goals, four assists for 12 points. Um, the Comets have played 15 games so far and are six 
six and three, which is dead last in the North Division. So clearly Kevin Deneen and the Comets not having the same amount of success they've had last year. Another part of it is the fact that a couple of their big name guys from last year are not playing right now with the Comets because they're up with the Devils. Um, although Nico Dawes should probably be on his way back to Utica tomorrow if Akira Schmidt is back to being healthy after dealing with an illness. The Comets have two games uh, left this week. They just finished up on Wednesday a loss um, in overtime to Laval Rocket after coming back from down a from um, coming back late in that one. But they have two games left this uh, this week. Friday, they're at home against the Toronto Marlies. And then Saturday, they will travel to Belleville to take on the Belleville Senators. So hopefully by the end of this week, the Comets can push themselves and get a couple more wins and uh, obviously get themselves rolling a little bit more with, with themselves right now being three games below 500. So now we'll go over to the Adirondack Thunder. The Thunder have gone 2-2-2 two, two, and two in their last six games. So they've gotten six of a possible 12 points. And they have three games left this week. They have a back-to-back-to-back on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, all against the Mariners. No, not the baseball team, the ECHL team. Um, so the Adirondack Thunder will be very busy this upcoming weekend. The first two games will be at home. And then the third and final game of the back-to-back-to-back will be on the road. Uh, currently, the Adirondack Thunder have a record of 4-6-3-1 on the season for 12 points, which is not worse than the ECHL and not even worse in their own division, but they are in sixth place in the North Division, second fewest points in the league, unfortunately. Shane Harper continues to lead the way for the Thunder. He has four goals, 13 assists for 17 points on the year so far. So both the Comets and Thunder, you'd like to hope that as the season rolls on, they can have some more success and continue to help out some of the young guys that we have in our system and make our whole organization a very tough organization to play against. Finally, guys, we have a Metropolitan Riveters update is the Riveters just had a couple of games this past weekend. They split their two-game road trip versus the expansion Montreal Force. They lost the first game 5-3 to three on Saturday, but then wrapped up the two-game series with a 3-2 to win on Sunday. So another solid weekend for the Riveters as they continue to get themselves going. And remember, relatively new team, new coaching staff, a lot of new things. And the ladies are just continuing to build that chemistry. Uh, the uh, PHF, or the Premier Hockey Federation, named Metropolitan Riveters forward Fanny Garat Gasperics, who, again, was a late training camp signing, um, its third star of the week for the third week of play this season. Uh, she scored two goals over two games against the Montreal Force, including her first career PHF goal on Saturday, November 26th, and a shorthanded goal on Sunday, November 27th. With the pair of goals, she is also currently riding an active point streak of four games in which she has put up two goals and two assists. So Fanny has definitely really gotten herself going in the PHF. She's coming over from Belarus. So playing in the North American ice, she seems to be fitting in relatively well. As for the Riveters as a team, they currently sit in a pretty good position, third place overall in the PHF with a 2-3-0 record. 
of six points. So obviously they'd like to get a couple more wins. Now the chance to do that with back-to-back road games this weekend on Saturday and Sunday, when they go up North to take, when they go North West to take on the Minnesota Whitecaps. So we'll see if the Riveters by the end of this week can go from being two, three, and oh, to four, three, and oh, and get a little bit higher up in the standings. And so those are your Utica Comets, Adirondack Thunder, and Metropolitan Riveters updates. And we'll continue to do those updates as the season progresses. So make sure you stick around for those as well as talking about your red hot New Jersey Devils. <laughs> 